You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode and edition of the Chop Sports Social coming to you right here on the Premier Streaming Network, Premier Plus. So thank you so much already for joining us here as you pay for the service to see our mugs each and every week. It is Sturch. It is Gooch coming to you live from the, the oh, you know what I almost just said? Flipping made easy. Yeah, because of the background. It was like, we're, we're going a little old school here. We have our old school backdrop here uh, as we make some uh you know, a little sub, subtle, subtle, listen, subtle, subtle changes <laughs> over here at the Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru studio in beautiful downtown Matawan, New Jersey. And of course, this show being brought to you exclusively by Absolute Eyewear, as I rub my eye at uh, over there in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station. Craig and Janine have helped us out tremendously throughout the entire time that Chop Sports has been a thing. Uh, so thank you. Continued support from those guys. So we appreciate you. How are we, Gooch? I'm well. Tired, bro. I got well, it. I you got were it. on. Gotta admit. The fact that your break started last night on whatnot at 10 o'clock, and I saw six helmets, and I was like, oh, cool. They're going to pull a helmet and call it a night. And I hear Joe in the background like, we're gonna, we're not leaving until we pull all of these, you know? So I was like, they're going to be up till four in the goddamn seven. morning. We actually put, we repopulated and put seven up. So we did seven. Seven, seven helmets. So if you guys are into memorabilia, if you're a sports fan and you want to do that, go check these guys out on whatnot. I think Brian Myers, if I'm a, if you're a wrestling fan watching this, Brian Myers is also on whatnot. He sells a lot of his uh, wrestling figures, wrestling paraphernalia. So there's a lot of people. Yeah, paraphernalia. I think is like drugs. Well, I think. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's more of an illicit oh, word. Drugs. Um, anyway, so yes, whatnot is on the come up and break love, buds. You no drugs or you love drugs? I don't even know. I didn't say I love drugs. I, I definitely say didn't say I, I love you drugs. You don't love drugs. I don't love drugs. I'm afraid of drugs. I am one of those guys that like smoked weed at the age of 21, coughed for like four hours straight, said, I'm never doing this again. And then I just hear horror stories about the other hard stuff. You know, like, I know I'll be the guy that if I do a line off oh, this no, desk, no, I'll die. If I did a line right now, my I would literally explode. Just Not my heart. I'm my scared. whole body would just, boom. I'm petrified of that shit. Blow up. Like, people that are like, yep, love needles. And I'm like, what? Well, I don't mind needles, <laughs> but you don't. Well, look, we're not going to get into like how to administer. Drug day here, Chick. How to administer. Yeah, no, I'm not. But all I will know is I'm scared of drugs. So drugs are bad. And I listen to Dare. And I, you know, I'm, I'm going with that. So anyway, I'm feeling a little better. Had myself a little bit of a bug ski over the week. Uh, that's why this show has been delayed a little bit, a couple days. And obviously, Chris says he's got the remnants of it as well. So things are going around. I'm actually hearing my physical therapist, Jimmy, uh, told me that there's a thing going around. Where there's actual, hold your ears if you're weak stomached, um, human feces being mixed into uh, some of the some of the stuff that's been happening. So somebody's purposely doing this to people. People are starting to get very sick um, around, and it's not just like this. I flu knew that bug. vaccine wasn't right. <laughs> so, it smelled like shit immediately. Human feces. Dave. Like, Let's call it what it is. Why it's is shit? It, why is this? Right? Why is this vaccine I've been sweating smell? out shit? Human feces, apparently, Dave says. I mean, look, there's... Look, just, how is this being... How, be, is this, how is this being administered now that we're on the subject of administering awful things? If, if I'm ingesting human feces, from where? Where do I have to avoid? Like here? the food, like the food, the processed meat or whatever, or maybe your cheese or... 
Somebody's being a douche. Well, look, is if what you want to get really into it, I've gone down these rabbit holes before. I have right? not, so please enlighten um, me. Well, it's not really something that you want to be enlightened with because it <laughs> ruins everything. Okay. They're talking like vermin hairs. There's a certain amount of vermin hair allowed in. Like, if you look at it, it's very similar to the way they they used to police the UFC, or and they still police a lot of these professional sports with mm-hmm. uh, testosterone levels. It's like you're not illegal if there's under a certain amount but the average human is let's just say 200 400 will be i'm, I'm this is arbitrary okay let's just say <laughs> 200 you're dead let's just say 200 is a normal human in any test okay, right fine um the ufc's threshold would be 400 much like the fda where it's like sure look if there's a rat hair in your cereal as long as there's only one or two we're okay with that <laughs> we're on good a scale, we're fine right? you're not going to avoid rat hair in Cocoa Krispies, apparently. <laughs> That's just a thing. Right? So God. I don't know about human shit, though. That's a human whole nother, shit, Lloyd. That is a whole other ballgame. Is that considered a form of cannibalism? Like, are you eating human shit? <laughs> I don't even know what the what I'm saying right now. Well, because all I know is we just had some stomach stuff going on around here. I hope here. it wasn't a result of ingesting human shit. I hope so, too. And but this like, doesn't get clipped, by the way. Because no, no, brutal. this is perfect. No, this is good. No. This is good stuff. Um, oh, you mean don't like put us online? Yeah, like don't put this on oh, social yeah, media no, because it could be clipped up and been like, oh, I didn't eat human shit. <laughs> it's like, well, I would hope not, buddy. Anywho, um, this is a sports uh, show after all. There is some stuff going on right now. If you are a baseball fan in New York, it has been tough sledding all season long. We've talked about Judge it. Judge is coming back next week. But apparently, that's series. what I was just going to ask you. Uh, I've went on record and said I don't think he's coming back at all, right? But now all of a sudden, it seems like it's a fast track. But my question to you is, the Yankees are now dead last place in AL East. It's very unfamiliar territory if you're a Yankees fan, because, I don't know, think about the last time we were in last place. Can you think about that? It's yeah, pr- it probably uh, doesn't ni- exist. 1990. That's what it I'm was saying. the last time like, they were in last place this late in the year. It Was it really 1990? Yeah. So it's, that's borderline insanity. So my question to you is, why the scapegoats have been apparently um, certain players. They've been batting coaches. At what point do you go, all right, enough of this run-of-the-mill boon shit that you keep seeing every day. His his go-to now is, we know it's out in front of us. We know what we have out in front of us. Yeah, like, what do we say? How long, can that, how long can you say that before you're just like, dude, you don't have it in front of you? It's fucking August well, by I, now. You know what I mean? Part like, of it, part of it's boon, obviously. The leadership, it, it, start, it trickles down 100%. It starts with really cashmen, and I think it starts with ownership. The Steinbrenners, yeah, or the, where, least the active ones. Look, the common theme back in the day used to be, if it's not a World Series, it's a bust. This year, we just got swept by the Red Sox. On the back end of that series, we got Steinbrenner saying, I'm not sure why Yankee fans are upset, and it's like, bro, what? What are you talking about? We just got swept by the our bitter rival. They're, they're in last place, and we're in dead second to last place, and we get swept by them. Red Sox are like 10-1 and one in their last 11 games or something insane Moving. like that. Probably started with that ass-whooping we took back then. And really, that's where it starts. The, the underlying theme is, are we going to sell tickets? Okay. Do we have hype going into the year? Okay. Uh, as long as we have Stanton on the roster, that's going to be a handcuff. Aaron Judge is hurt, so you almost want to give Boone the pass because you know, he didn't construct the roster. Aaron Judge being out completely decimates this team. They've had bouts of success, but they can't sustain it with him out of the lineup. It just blows my mind that one guy out of the lineup makes everybody Judge. else suck. Do I? Everyone else sucks anyway. But right? that but that means that the roster from jump was not constructed no, to win. No, I mean, that's clear. But 
what I will say is the pitching is still pitching well to a degree. They're not getting Rodon smoked. stinks. Well, Rodon's going to take a while. 0-3 with a 70 RA and yesterday's blow of the kiss. Did you see that shit? He's no. walking off the mound after getting, oh, yeah. and he blows a kiss to the Yankee fans. Like, because they're booing the shit out of him in Anaheim or wherever the fuck they were. Look, I'm not, but I mean, he's just like, he blows a kiss. I'm like, I don't even give a shit a about bad that. Look. It's, it's like, you know, he's, he's frustrated. He's obviously trying. I think maybe he just needs a little bit of time. This is essentially. You're the last training. person I would think that would do the A for effort thing. He's at least no, trying. No, 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 no. First of all, he's pitching in the major leagues. I, I'm, number one. I'm number aware. two, yeah. he was hurt, right? He's just back. Let's give him a little bit of time. I'm not going to the, – the verdict is still out. I don't personally don't care about him blowing a kiss. We're all adults here. Get over it. If you're really that bitter about a guy that – obviously, my point is, he's not saying, like, F you Yankee fans. He's frustrated with himself, obviously. Mm. I'm not really too worried about Rodon. Um, it was good to see Severino had a, had a decent outing, but he – has sucked all year. I mean, they're two so. and eight in their last ten. We'll the the Yankees are just going. in disarray yeah, they, right they, now. They, we we honestly we spent way too much time on them right now. By now, yeah. yeah. So Judge, hopefully you come back because if you don't, it's it's tough sledding. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh so look, there is some um some chatter going around the world of the NFL because training camp is next week, right? Everybody's packing their bags. They're going to training camp. The NFL is back. It's Thank today, God. In some cases, some people are, are there today. They're reporting, right? So they're walking in the building. They're getting their lockers. They're getting their photo shoots, all that shit. But the stuff really starts cooking next week. And there's a lot of stuff that's happening right now. Um, the biggest one for me is that the deadline passed for the franchise tags over the you know course of this last week. There was a couple no brainers that I knew weren't going to get signed. I never thought in a million years that Tony Pollard was going to get a deal. There are Cowboys fans out there that are like, I can't believe it. And I'm like, wait a minute, timeout. You, this is the same person coming that was mad about the Zeke contract. Now you want another five-year deal of some variation to another running back. We've all realized the running back market is just not, it's not a thing anymore. And there's some Hall of Famers coming out saying like, I can't believe this is happening. There are current stars right now saying, pay these men. What is wrong with you people? My biggest thing right now is the Saquon Barkley thing because he went out on a podcast and basically ripped everybody and said, look, I can literally go out there and say, F the Giants, F my teammates, but do I want to go that route? I don't know. How about that? Yeah, no, I don't know look, if I want to go that route. going to be. He's painting the picture for the fan base to see, you know, I'm not going to be painted as the villain here. Um, the situation he's in, I think that the, a lot of the Giants fans are on the Giants side here. Then there's a lot of people that maybe have a sympathetic feeling towards Barkley because of what he's meant to their offense last year and his ability to like work through what he worked through to get back to the health that he was at last year. Mm -hmm. But as far as I see it, the running back market, it's not going to go anywhere. They're not going to put in some special rule to fix the running back pay, right? That's just the way it's going to be. It is a grueling position, and you need it to win, but the most important part of that position is offensive line, in my opinion. Now, there is a vision. There's this. There's that. But for the most part, the Derrick Henrys of the world, the CMCs of the world, um, where are they? Where, who, what team has won a Super Bowl that's been the running back as the main catalyst for their offense? The you running know? backs have had decent performances in the Super Bowl, like a Pacheco. No, I'm talking about— But he's a seventh-round pick. Yeah, but I'm talking about which, which of the star running backs— Right. We're talking about guys done that are in the top 10 in the league in terms of pay. No Super Bowl for Meckler. No Super Bowl out of McCaffrey. No Super Bowl out of Kamara. No Super Bowl. Like, the list goes on and on. These high-paid guys. Joe Mixon gets there. He gets there, but, but like was, he ain't the catalyst. That wasn't because of, of Joe Mixon. It, he was a part of it, but, but he wasn't. Which, yeah, right, which he of wasn't. these running backs that are paid in the top 10 
were the main catalyst for their team's success that's gone deep into the playoffs? Not many. You know, like you could make the case that Derrick Henry's the closest, but how deep have they gone into the playoffs? I think they've gone deeper than most people would think. But it's just not that way it is. It's not the way it is now. I'm seeing the disparity between they're saying that the average kicker makes more than the average running back. Well, I saw that. That was a, I don't even know how factual that is. No, it's but, factual. Really? But here's the problem. Why don't you why don't you average out the top starting running back salary? Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna show you right now. So I pulled up the top paid running backs in the NFL right now. Starts with McCaffrey. No success. I, I want to say Super Bowls. How about that? Well, no. Team success. What have the Panthers done? Well, now he's a Niner. Okay. So. The defense okay. is the main catalyst. Kamara. They haven't shown anything. Derrick Henry. Definitely haven't shown anything. Nick Chubb. 100% not. Aaron Jones. Unfortunately for you, no. Right? And Saquon even, Barkley, even if, no. Even if you could make the case that the Packers have gone deep with Aaron Jones. Think about, but like, the, I want to say that. He got... He got flatlined. I want to say the, that most, the best championship game by Tampa flatline halftime fumble didn't come back. So I want to say the most successful, highest paid running back right now, team success wise, would probably be Joe Mixon because they've gotten to a Super Bowl. And, and that's really what, it. And guess what? Joe Mixon just took a nine million dollar pay cut to stay in Cincy. Yeah. So next, who's next? Uh, dude, <laughs> there is none. Like, think about it. all now, the, the the Chiefs teams that have been dominant, right? The Bills teams have been dominant with Devin Singletary and fucking and and last year, uh, you know the, the it's, kid, a it's a risk Dalvin, reward. Dalvin's brother. It's a risk reward league. It's another one. Dalvin Cook, free it's agent. It's a risk reward league, and the truth of the matter is, the risk in signing a running back long term has been proven that it's too risky to do. Now, if you're looking at the current pay structure, maybe there's something in the CBA that's going to have to change, and I don't know if every player in the league is going to go to bat. For the running backs. Like, there's other guys getting paid just fine, and they're happy about it. Mm -hmm. Interior linemen, the scale, the scale is going up. That's showing you where the importance is, and it's also showing you where the longevity is. That's where you're going to put your long-term money is going to be O-line quarterback. That's me. Speaking of O-line, I have a situation with my boys right now. Zach Martin, who is literally, hands down, pound for pound, if you want to maybe talk about Quentin Nelson, maybe in the conversation, but best guard in football. He thinks he's woefully underpaid right now is the quote that i'm reading um he's making uh seven million dollars less than the highest paid guard now look i'm not the gm i'm not jerry jones i'm not those guys right but i will say this nothing nothing nada you know it you just said it nothing works on the offense without your boys up front nothing so these are the guys you need to take care of right away yeah but it gives you right away huh me I would like Zeke, but now but I don't. Now I don't, don't care. Not, the priority like is shifted, bro. That's, that's no shot. No shot. And like I'm th like like oh, Lamb is up and Diggs is up. I'm like, all right, Diggs. Yeah, you need that corner, right? But Lamb, just hang tight, say, bro. I hate to say it. Hang tight, bro, because it's like, and Dak. You know who's gonna? You know who's gonna get traded off that team, right? Nobody's getting traded. Diggs eventually. Watch. Trayvon Diggs not getting traded. Watch. Um, but what I will say How is, you want to bet. How much you want to bet? Trayvon Diggs gets Trayvon traded? Trayvon Diggs gets traded. Maybe not right now, but there's going to be a point where they're going to Amari Cooper the shit out of Trayvon Diggs. That's happening. They're going to have to. They got Gilmore. How, how long did they sign Gilmore for? Was it two years? Yeah, it's like a very short. Three, maybe? Three. If it's three, then Diggs is done. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what are they going to do? They're going to pay CD now. They're they're handcuffed. Are they going to they're going to uh, kick the can down the road more with Dak? They that's are. The, that's a no again. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Stefan Gilmore is literally just it was a trade and they didn't sign. So it's just this so year. It was just this year. 
So we'll see how that works out. See how that works out. Yeah. That, that makes it a little more likely that they keep. But Quentin Nelson. Now there's other linemen too. There's other. I'm talking about guards. Like, well, well, let's let's talk about the who's on the who's coming off their books in the next couple of years that they're not going to be able to really. You're talking about the Cowboys in yeah. general. Mm-hmm. I mean, franchise tag is being used less and less by by teams now. There's only seven players got. Well, they used it this year on Tony Pollard. So that yeah. that that's that thing. Um, believe it or not. The Cowboys, and I know this off knowledge, I'm not even looking at this because there's no lengths here. The Cowboys are in a decent situation as far as free agency is concerned. They have a lot of their key people locked up. The people that are coming up, however, are the Trayvon Diggs, CD Lamb. Massive contracts. Big, like CD and Zach Martin. And, and I, I hate to break it to the Cowboys fans, which, again, you have to address this. You are about to also have probably the highest paid defensive player maybe in football in Michael oh, yeah, Parsons. Oh, yeah, we forgot about that one. Michael Parsons is eventually going to come up. With, no, and, not maybe. He's going to be the gonna, highest paid when he, when he when signs that new deal. He will 100% But what you hope is, as a, as a Cowboys or as a front office guy, you hope and you know that, the, that the, the, the salary cap will go up, that other people will spread money out. You will extend Dak Prescott. You will extend guys that you can – yeah, it's just going to be can. tough. It's going to be tough because I think Zach Martin's gonna is gonna approach record money for a guard. I think if you extend Zach Martin right now, which again, his contract right now total, he's actually a free agent. Come, he they have a void out at 2025. Next, this year's guarantee cap number is at 11 million dollars. That's where that's like criminally underpaid because there's because the guy's making 20. Next year, however. He's making twenty three, so he's is he's worried about the back. He's getting paid. No, he's that's the cap number. So, so that's that the, that's the part. Doesn't necessarily mean that that's what he's what his base salary is. No, his base salary next year is thirteen million dollars. His base salary this year is one point seven, one point seven as so the best like, guard in yeah, football. He's not You're happy, going to kick this can down the road because not for nothing. He's only he's thirty three years old. You have a chance right now to kind of say. Listen, you're going to finish your career as a cowboy. We're going to extend you for your 33 for the next six years, and we're going to five years, maybe, or four years, whatever the case may be. They have to do it. They have to do it now before camp because he will not be there. Well, if they don't, I don't think it matters if he's there or not. He's good. He's fine. That's I the agree. offensive line needs cohesiveness, and I will say that more so than any position group, you need to have them guys Agreed. playing together to, for it to really gel. Yeah. But. That's a veteran unit for the most part. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they maybe have a, a part or two that's interchanged from season to season, but that's a veteran unit, and I think he'll be fine. C.D. Lamb is going to demand top five money as soon as he hits the market, mm-hmm. if they let him hit the market, which they would be stupid to. Um, he's going to get franchise tag probably, but they're going to have to decide between him or Diggs, no? Isn't that the same year? Same year. Great, great, great draft. So, But that's the problem with these gonna guys. They're not going to franchise tag Diggs because it's going to be too much money. I don't know what the franchise take off the top of my head is off. Uh, corners for a are corner. getting paid nowadays. No, I know, but I just you know. CD, I think there's like such a disparity between the highest receiver, between the lowest receiver that that brings it down enough. Cornerbacks, eighteen point one million dollar franchise tag. Yeah, and that go up. Damn, linebackers at twenty point nine. So even if they want to franchise Micah, that's going to be twenty. So you think Trayvon Diggs is going to demand a pretty massive deal? Zach I th- Martin, listen, massive deal. Four of those guys, out of those four guys, one of them's basically going to have to go. That's the way I'm looking at it. And, 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 and unfortunately, what you, you think about it like this, the one you would prefer to go would be Zach Martin down the line because he's 33 years old and these other guys are in their early 20s. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you want longevity on this team. Zach Martin has been the best guard in football since being drafted in 2014. I'll never forget where I was. I was recovering from my ACL injury. I had people over. I did a live broadcast. Dave's the only person on earth that remembers where he was when you know why I remember this? Guard. You know, You know why I remember this? Because it was 2014. I was laid up. I was doing a live broadcast stream, right? To, to My friends were over watching the draft. And there was rumors that at the 14th or 15th pick that the Dallas Cowboys were going to select Johnny Manziel as Romo's successor. So I was like, they better not fucking do this. We need an offensive line. Bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like very bad. So I was sweating it out all the way to the pick. And this was before Twitter was able to expose the picks before they actually happened. So I had to wait it out until Goodell got to the podium. And I was like, please don't be Johnny football. Please, God, don't be Johnny football. Which, by the way. That documentary is coming out soon. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't, but I will. Johnny Football is coming out. They're doing a like an untold for Johnny Football, and they're doing an untold for the Florida Gators during the Tebow Hernandez. Uh, the what's Urban the coach? Meyer. Urban Meyer. Like the um, that's gonna be. Oh my God, it's gonna be so good. It'll be better than the shitty series that they have out on Netflix now. You don't like quarterback? Mm. No. I honestly, they did a really. Did you good go job. through it? Did you watch all eight? I couldn't. Oh, man, you, so you got to give things a chance. No, 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 no. Talking I, to me, like here's the thing: it's not that it's not done well. I just think that they picked shitty, non-entertaining people. Like I'll watch Pat Mahomes play quarterback all day long, but that dude is a bona fide nerd, right? <laughs> I mean, he is for the game. Kirk yeah. Cousins is actually like admittedly a nerd. He's just Kirk Cousins. Well, can I tell and you Mariota, something? Mariota, it's not good. Can well, Mariota. They, I felt bad. There's eight episodes. By episode five, they're like. All right, we don't, we don't really need any more. talking about his, like, sausage and... Oh, like, he gets benched. Bro, this is so bad. He gets benched for Ritter, and then the next time you see Mariota's face is the very end, the eighth episode, where they're like, hey, by the way, Mariota signed with Philly. And he's like, I kind of wanted to stay home, but Philly made me an offer I couldn't refuse, so I'm going to back up Jalen Hurts. Good for him. But I will say this about Kirk Cousins. Say what you will about his success on the field and how he puts up numbers and all this other shit. I am a Kirk Cousins fan now through and through going forward. I love that guy. After that show, I love Kirk Cousins. Like, I think what, he, Can I ask what did it? What, what is, did it for? What is it, what is it about Kirk Cousins that you love? Just because he like isn't it, it's a pro? If you watched almost every quarterback, they would have a lot of I just very think I routine. think the way that he like Again, this is maybe more of a personal to touch. Get, but I'm about to get completely canceled right now. No, no, no. What For a personal to touch, I think that the, the relationship that he has with his kids, his family, he takes off Tuesdays regardless. That's part of his contract. He says, that's, why Look. that's why he's garbage, by the way. Because <laughs> yeah, he takes off Tuesdays, right? Yeah, he takes off every Tuesday. It's part of my contract. I'd be like, bro, you know that you're like top 16 quarterback at best. Here. But what I'm saying is just the way, he, at, the way he takes care of his body, the way that he also – is a mental nerd for the game. He knows so much stuff. And again, just, uh, I'm not getting deep, but has a nice relationship with his faith. And I, I just, I look, I, I just think that Kirk Cousins is a really good dude for the NFL. I and he won the Bart Starr Award because of that. I don't give a shit about that award. And I also think that Kirk Cousins is a nerd. I think he should be practicing on Tuesdays. I think... Even his <laughs> Justin Jefferson wouldn't even name his own quarterback in the top five, which it would have been egregious to do so. But still, it's like I got you got to at least well, mention because, it's, because like if Jeff if Jefferson went out there and says who's the top five quarterback number one that's oh, my man but if Kirk he was, everybody but he was, would be like oh but cool, he was he's lying like, not even mentioned you got to be like look <laughs> I love mentioned. my guy but you know it's hard to put him over these guys there's a way to dance around that without you know letting people know. I know I listen I just think that look, he's Kirk a Cousins he's fine a good individual pro. he's a good pro he's a, he's a solid NFL quarterback he's gonna he's a starter in the league which means 
in my estimation, that if he was let go, he would get the Derek Carr treatment where there would be multiple suitors to get Kirk Cousins in town. You know, it might sure. not be a everyone, but there, he's a clear, bona fide NFL starter. I ask you this. But he's also a dork. I, Big sign me up. Dork. Sign me up and, for the dorks. And if, sign if, me up over the dorks, over the other guys that are beating the shit out of their wives and they're, well, they're, they're bro, doing that's, cocaine. See, that's, and, also, that's also not, that's not fair. Who, name an NFL quarterback right now that's beating the shit out of their wife. That's not in the film room. That doesn't take off every Tuesday. Probably most. You know what I mean? And I understand the whole, you know, you need time and down. Bro, you got six months in no, season. I wasn't talking about quarterbacks in general. I was talking about, like, just NFL athletes. In season, I'd be like, you got six months off. Do what you want with your family. But on Tuesday, your ass is going to be at the fucking field. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And I didn't even know that until now. And it makes sense. He's a bum. Oh, Look, man. No, he's a nice guy. I'm, I'm, but I'm a Packers fan, so. Yeah, well, then that's we justifiable. So if Daniel Jones is on the next season of of quarterback, I'm not going to be like, oh, man, what a guy. Like, I'm going to hate him. Yeah. No, but Daniel Jones is the same thing as Kirk Cousins. Daniel Jones is literally Eli Jace. <laughs> only, only he's better in some sense. Did he's, you hear? He's a running quarterback. He's not better than Kirk Cousins by any stretch. The egregious. He can be. And, and I talked about him on my show. Craig Carton, who left WFAN for FS1, has officially adopted and adapted to that juggernaut of a program. He went out there and said, Daniel Jones is the best rushing quarterback in the NFL right now. Do you do this for clicks at this point? Because um, for the love of God. I could pull up some. I mean, he's not. He's not. He's not. Bro, but, but Daniel, he's not even the best rushing quarterback in his division. <laughs> and I'm not even talking about Dak. I'm talking about Jalen Hurts. No, I know. Um Daniel Jones actually has pretty insane numbers rushing. He does have wheels. We've seen him. We also seen him trip over the 20. But what I will say is the best in the league, bro, Josh Allen is better. Yeah, no, like, no, no. Lamar Jackson's a you human joystick. You understand that what these guys are doing. We have this. I'm banning the, the Fox Sports talk from, <laughs> from the show because we all know that they Speaking all Speaking of suck. Fox Sports, guess who can't find himself a suitable partner? Skip Bayless. I, I don't know why. It's so weird. They can't get anybody to go on Undisputed officially. Why? Because I mean, he's a bum and he's a hack and nobody wants to work with Skip. However, Shannon Sharp wants to go work with Stephen A. on first take. That'll be just the loudest show of all time. <laughs> just like, oh, yeah. I oh, yeah, Stephen. I, I and I, I tell I you what. A blah, single, blah, blah. I mean, what I see is what I get on Twitter and Instagram. And even then, most of the time, it's just like a swipe. Anything but you know ESPN. It's not. It's not easy to Daytime watch that television, shit. folks. There's too much good information out there to watch that shit. Truth. But what else? What else? So we did the NFL. Did you see what happened last night? I'm checking my chat right here. Uh, no. What happened last um, night? Trade DDP. Oh, Diamond uh, Dallas Page. No, the oh. real the real fighter, Drickus Duplessis. I mean, I would never say that in a million years. But no, go ahead. Um, pulled out of the Izzy fight. Sean Strickland Izzy going down. Sean Strickland, Izzy going down. I can't wow. read Izzy's How did I not verbatim. Wait a minute. I think I'm I did white. see that. That Bleacher Report thing pop up on me, and I did not get a chance to read that. But I can't wow. say Izzy's quote verbatim because I am a white man, <laughs> and um, that's not allowed. But uh, you he, can just say what it I mean. Beep. Yeah, you don't have to beep. No, just I say N-word. Because then people actually <laughs> say, think said. I said it. Um, um, let me see if I can find it here. Basically, he just said, you're a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, I fought... My last title fight with a bum knee. Your foot is sore. Come on, bro. You're gonna get one chance. If I mean, he's gonna get the fight anyway because Izzy hates him at this point. And if Izzy beats Strickland, then it's literally cleaned out the division. But I don't know because if Izzy beats Strickland, 
look up right now. Look up at 205. Izzy has been known in the past to go up and challenge for the belt, mm-hmm. right? Right now, there's no champion at 205 at light heavyweight. So there's a complete wide opening. And if I'm Israel Adesanya, I might be looking at it as, well, do they want to do Izzy and Pereira for? Light heavyweight champion is uh, Jamal Hill. Yeah, but he just tore his... Uh, oh, that's right. He's out. He's out. So that's gone. There is no. You champion. think he's gonna go up there and go champ, champ? Try to just go grab well, another belt? Like, there's two. Because I'm looking at, there. I'm looking at the fights. division, and it's not. Look, um, Jan Blachowicz. Johnny he, Walker has been pretty impressive. He's lost seven in a row. <laughs> I like Johnny Walker Bendigan. though, just because of his name, I guess. Um, did you know that he's also Brazilian? Doesn't even speak English. Of course, I knew that. No, you didn't. Um, <laughs> I'm looking right at him. You know who else, where, where he trains? American top team? SBG Ireland with, like, Connor. <laughs> well, weird turn That of is events. a weird turn of uh, events. What was I saying, though? There's no uh, belt. There's yeah, no Jan champion. Blockowitz, there's some, like, history between him and, I guess, the... What about the number one ranked guy? Who? Prochaska. He's... He... He was supposed to fight Jamal Hill, but he had... A, he's also relinquished the belt. So, that's what I'm saying. There's Jan Blockowitz, Yuri... Then there's Rockich, um, Alex Rockich? Pereira, who just got knocked out Alex by Alex Pereira? Izzy. He's not even in the top because 10. Because he's a middleweight, oh. but he's moving up now. Oh. Now that Glover is out of the division and retired. <laughs> that's Way his, to do it now. Good call. Well, no, it's his teammate, coach. I like Anthony Smith. Scrub. Uh, not a scrub. I shouldn't say that, but he's annoying. Remember that time, AJ? I'm, I'm probably annoying too, guys. Remember <laughs> that time AJ called... Uh, uh, G- Donald Cerrone, a bomb or some shit. <laughs> that was like way back when. Anyway, UFC's heating up. We got a lot of cool things coming up, uh, down the pipeline on that one. The next one coming up uh, looks like it's just a fight night right now. But the next one, obviously, is Dustin. Uh, Dustin Poirier against Justin Gaethje, too. Uh, is that for the stupid belt? It is, right? Yeah. What a dumb thing. But Blockowicz against Pereira is happening. That's light heavyweight. There you go. They're fighting each other. Tony Ferguson, Bobby Green, Kevin Holland back in the building. This is a great card. Holy shit. Even Derek Lewis is on it. Love him. So if Blockowicz and Pereira are fighting each other, Izzy, Izzy has history with both of those guys. So the winner of that would take on Izzy? beat Izzy in, the, in Izzy's only attempt to move up to 205 and challenge for the Now, game. there's a rematch built in there. And then Pereira, if Pereira beats Blockowicz, which I don't know if he's going to, then you have Izzy and Pereira four or five, however many times they've fought. Sterling O'Malley. That's another one. I'm sorry. August. I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> Imagine that, Siri. Um, anyway, <laughs> so I, w- I want to ask you, though, if Izzy wins his fight, right? I don't like me. I, the ranking systems of it's not, I don't want to say flawed, but like if he moved up, would he get the shot right away? Yeah, that's the only reason why he would move up. As a champion, you don't move up to challenge and like to to climb the ranks yeah all right that's what i figured you cleaned out a division and it's like let's go make history yeah i hear you all right history to be made coming up in the ufc and also the nfl training camp gets going next week we'll talk about that we'll cover it all next week on the chop sports social so for sturch and gooch this has been another episode of that said show and we'll see you guys next time